What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's time for a new icon, one that opened the door for an entire generation of new Latino artists. Ricky Martin. An artist who started his career when he was just a teenager and kept finding new ways to push himself artistically until he had become a global star. This sounds a lot like Ricky Martin. An icon that in one performance so electrified an industry that every record executive went out looking for a crossover star. Uh, is this thing on? It's Ricky Martin. I'm talking about none other than Puerto Rico's own Ricky Ricky Martin. Martin. You never let me surprise you anymore. Can we talk about Ricky now? How much do you know about the man, the myth, the legend? Uh, Okay, I know that he was in a boy group and he... Is hot. Uh, well, that's number one, uh, was in uh, like uh, American novella. What are those called? American novellas. You don't know. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you just forget your English like Hilaria Baldwin? Wait, is this <laughs> your Pepino Hilaria moment? Don't bring Baldwin this into is, this. This is Joseph's Pepino moment. An American novella. Yeah. You don't know what how to say called? that in English. No. What is that actually called? Because you just say novella. A soap opera? A soap opera. Oh, my God. A soap <laughs> opera. He was in a soap opera and like a pop star and took over the world. And gay. A gay icon. Mm-hmm. Not just an icon. A gay icon. Um, I think you got most of everything. You casually drifted by boy band, which is really funny because to me, Menudo was life. Like as a little girl. Well, it's also life for me when I'm hung over on Sunday mornings. Is that when you listen to it? <laughs> That's when I eat menudo. (laughs) Just kidding. But I did love menudo growing up. Everybody loved menudo growing up. There is so much more to his 40-year career than most even know. Over the next few episodes, we're going to tell you how Ricky did the improbable and use his time in a boy band to launch an uber-successful solo career. There aren't many that have. For every Justin Timberlake, there are 40 where-are-they-now Google searches. I'm looking at you, Joey Fatone. And yes, of course, naturally, we will talk about how he helped launch the Latin... I hate this word. The Latin explosion. 
explosion. Can we change it, please? The Latin boom, no. the Latin wave. How about a wave? The Latin tsunami. Anything but explosion. We're also going to tell you the story of how Ricky found himself and became a hero to so many in the LGBTQIA community. How his journey has helped push the boundaries of sexuality in Latin America and made communities so much more inclusive. Henny, he didn't have to be just one thing. And we'll get into that. We're also going to tell you about his time on stage, his charitable work, and if I can convince iHeart an entire season about his time on the American novella, <laughs> General Hospital. I love you, Miguel. We all do. Today on Becoming an Icon, Ricky Martin. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And given the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. It all starts with menudo. Now, most of you of a certain age... You mean people younger than us? Okay, you're choosing violence today. That hurt, but moving on. Like my girl Lizzo says, truth hurts. The entire band was a gimmick cooked up by music producer Edgardo Diaz. Diaz had seen the Jackson 5 drive young girls crazy, and he thought, I should start a boy band. And then as soon as the boys turn into men, I'll kick their ass out and replace them. In Puerto Rico, menudo is slang for loose change. Clever, Evgad. Very clever. The band members knew that they could count on screaming girls and getting kicked out of the band when their balls dropped. By the way, I do think we need to be more inclusive in the language here. I don't think that it was just screaming girls. Joseph... Screaming... Fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Joseph had some screaming moments for boy bands, right? For, yeah, for boy bands and for No Doubt. But that's another podcast. Now, do you have favorite boy bands from so, growing up? Obviously, it's it's going to be something like the NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, right? But mm -hmm. for me, I actually have a favorite boy band now. And it's the like the BTS group. I like their music and I like to listen to it. I think it's crazy that in our lifetime that has now almost surpassed four decades. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Mine's only been two. <laughs> um, that you choose a modern day boy band. Because yeah. for me... The heyday of boy bands, obviously the 90s, but I fell in love with boy bands in the 80s. Like I, NKOTB was for me like just a continuation of the love that I had for Menudo. But my first boy band love was obviously Ricky and Menudo. Like I thought there was nobody cuter on the planet. That's the first time I remember having a crush, oh. like having feelings for boys. I was like, oh, they're so cute. But listen to this. According to Billboard, Us Weekly, Seventeen, and Teen Vogue, Menudo is right up there with all of those boy bands we just named. Mm. So, NSYNC, BSB, 
Backstreet Boys, in case you don't know. <gasps> oh my God, you said BSB and I was going to correct you, bitch, because I was going to say, you mean BTS, but BSB. Are you that initial girl? I didn't think that you I... You were that button wearer in the early 80s. <laughs> we called it flare, not buttons. You had flare. <laughs> Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> but Menudal is right up there in the ranks with them. And each of those magazines ranked them as one of the biggest boy bands of all time. I mean, if they're good enough for Teen Vogue. So the band was formed in 1977, but Ricky didn't join until 1983. The year I was born. He tried out for the band three times and the producers told him they loved his singing and dancing, but that he was too short. Uh-oh. Uh, are you feeling triggered? <laughs> no, because like me, Ricky was persistent AF and kept knocking on that door until they couldn't refuse him. That's very you. At age 12, he joined the band and became part of its golden age. When fans talk about the band, this is the group that we are talking about. In just six years, the band released 11 albums. 11 albums? One hundy. They didn't have child labor laws back then. No, that's basically two albums a year. And Ricky said he loved being part of the band for all the incredible opportunities the band offered him and to be around so many amazing people. But he was exhausted by the crazy schedule and how strict the producers of the band were. In his debut stage performance, Ricky broke the choreography by walking around the stage when he was supposed to stay still. And the band manager lit into him afterwards. Ricky later said, The mistake was such a big deal that from that moment on, never again did I move when I wasn't supposed to move. That was the discipline of menudo. You either did things the way you were told or you were not part of the group. Well, damn, bitch. That is like seriously some BTS strict shit. Uh, by the way, that is a band that we love here at Becoming an Icon. Maybe we could make them honorary icons <laughs> in our international episodes. There you go. By the way, have you also seen what the BTS army does online to people that aren't fans of BTS? Um, Good call. Uh, BTS, we love you. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. While with Menudo, Ricky performed alongside Robbie Draco Rosa. Rosa quickly became one of Ricky's best friends, and the pair formed a lifelong friendship. Quick side note, because it can't be fun, Rosa would also star in one of the worst movies of the 80s, Salsa. What? Yeah, it's a terrible film. But I bet if you were a young Latino in the 80s, your parents definitely made you watch it. There just, you know, weren't a lot of options out there being made for us. <laughs> okay, I just looked it up and the entire movie is available on YouTube. I'm going to need a lot of edibles for this one. Really? Like, not, you normally need more. <laughs> I mean, just what's two extra chocolates for this one? I also feel if you watch the movie, YouTube pays you. <laughs> hey. Robbie Rosa plays an important role very soon. So Ricky leaves Menudo at 17. Well, he kind of aged out. True. Either way, he says he wants to focus on resting and evaluating his career path. Wait, what happened to Menudo? Drums. They get embroiled in some drug issues, accusations of abuse towards the producers, and slowly but surely, the band just kind of fell apart. (laughs) Rest in peace, Menudo. Ricky, on the other hand, well, he turns 18 and realizes that as a minor, he was never allowed to control his own bank accounts. Turns out, Bitch is rich. (laughs) So Ricky says, bye, bye, bye to Puerto Rico and moves to New York. Ricky is accepted into NYU's Tisch School of Performing Arts. Side note here, you guys, Tisch is one of the most competitive and highly regarded performing arts programs in the world. Ever. This isn't like going to like some little school like in your hometown this is Tish. So the I, school. It is the school. So many incredible alumni have come out of this program that you and I know. Like, and you automatically become the Tish. <laughs> Backwards. I don't know. Wouldn't that be shit? I don't know you what you're talking shit. about. You become the shit. That's Tish. You become the shit when you graduate from Tish is yeah, basically true. Literally. But anyway, he was accepted into this program. But days before school is about to start, 
he goes to visit a friend in Mexico City to see a musical rock comedy that she's starring in. He didn't want to watch the play. He wanted to be in it. So while in Mexico City, one of the producers of the play offers him a role and Ricky drops out of Tish, moves down to Mexico City to start his career anew. What a turn of events for Mr. Martin. Me gusta. Same, because he followed his passion, which I think is important and a theme that we keep hearing over and over again. You know, when you were enlightening me with the Tish commentary, I was like, of course he fucking went to Tish. And no, bitch, he didn't. He went to Mexico. I mean, think about how different his life and our lives as lifelong Ricky Martin fans would be. If Ricky had gone to Tish, I'm not saying Ricky wouldn't have the same success and career. It would just have been very different. And I also think that a lot of actors say this, like they go to Juilliard, they go to Tish, they go to the Yale School of Drama. They attend, but they don't finish because their passion and their talent is pulling them elsewhere. I think that's really what ended up happening here because it wasn't just about this one role. This one role turned into multiple offers while he was in Mexico City. And also, you know, being in a boy band at such a young age, you know, he had this like crazy discipline. He's just Mm -hmm. saying, I'd never moved out of place again. Yeah, exactly. So not only was he insanely talented, but he was incredibly disciplined. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that's the hard part to learn. But Ricky had learned this at a very young age. So here he is, skips out on Tish. He's in Mexico. And ladies and gentlemen, starring in Mama Ama El Rock, Ricky Martin. Wait, was that really the title of the show? For real, it was. And Ricky was so good that within a couple months, another producer saw the show and offered him a role on the Mexican telenovela. Thank you. Or the Mexican soap opera, (laughs) Alcanzar Una Estrella. Producers see Ricky once and they're just throwing roles at him left and right. That's what makes Ricky larger than life. Alcanzar Una Estrella is such a hit that they make a second season and then a film based on the show. Of course, a record producer sees these shows and movies and they offer Ricky a music deal. And they offer him, get this, one penny per record sold. Shut your butt. Okay, wait, you think that's bad? Ricky took the deal. He said of the deal, I was so excited about getting back into the music world that I didn't care what the conditions were. All of the hard work and passion I had exerted was finally now starting to come to fruition and music came back to my life powerfully and definitively. Ricky wasn't going to be deterred and he worked day and night to produce his debut solo album, Ricky Martin. And you guessed it, it was a hit. You've probably never heard of any of the songs on the album, but trust, This album went platinum and he toured all over South America with it. He was barely 19 and he was a star all over again. What were you doing at 19? I can't even tell you on this podcast and I'm dead serious. (laughs) Like, it was a shit show. I wasn't, you know, no, no, that's insane. A pop star twice. After touring all over Latin America, Ricky heads to L.A., to try his hand at acting all over again. And at, Joseph, what are they called? Novelas. (laughs) Soap operas. Miguel Mores. I loved Miguel. Of course you did. And that's what makes you beautiful. 
On General Hospital, he plays a Puerto Rican bartender and singer on the lam from his lover's criminal mastermind father. Soon, though, his flowing hair becomes irresistible and a steamy love triangle rages across Port Charles. Lils. Don't hurt him, Sonny. I love him. Who's Sonny? Lils, you're in the studio with me. Come back, bitch. Okay, okay, okay. I'm here. <laughs> Hashtag justice for me. Ricky stars on the show for two years, and he becomes one of the most talked about soap opera actors ever. Ever. Ricky, though, he doesn't feel comfortable on the show and has trouble developing chemistry with the cast. Agents and producers suggest he take an accent reduction course. Mm. But Ricky says, uh, no thanks. And soon he quits the show. He makes a brief stop in New York to star in Le Mis, where he is tre-miserable. Ricky breaks my teenage heart and leaves General Hospital for his one true love. Oh, gym daddies? Zaddies? Otters? <gasps> Twinks? Polar bears? Dolphins? Okay, stop. You're making it up. No, that's a real one. Okay. I'll tell you later. All of that comes later in the episodes. He leaves to restart his music career. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcast. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. We already told you that Ricky was a major pop star in Latin America after his first two albums. Which they literally paid him pennies for. Yep. So now he was back in the studio, but he wanted to do something different. Here's the thing. In the 90s, Latin pop music was dominated by ballads. Luis Miguel, Cheyenne, Juan Luis Guerra. All my Latin pop stars were up in their feelings in the 90s. It was the easiest way for them to find mass appeal. Write a tender love song and let everyone get in their feelings about it. It is a tried and true pop tradition. Ricky, though, he wanted to do something different. Even the biggest songs of Menudo were just pop music from the States with Spanish lyrics. During this time in Mexico, Ricky saw how proud Mexicans were of the mariachi. So he said to his friend and now producer, Robbie Dracorosa, we have to be proud of who we are. They have their thing in Mexico. Let's go with what we have in Puerto Rico. And the result was... Un, dos, tres, un pasito pa'lante. Maria. That's right, Maria. Whoa, take me back. I didn't really know that that's where he got that inspo, like seeing mariachis and how... Because in Puerto Rico, I mean, do you guys, is there like a... Like we have mariachis. Mm -hmm. You guys have... Reggaeton? <laughs> we got a lot, okay? Don't say what, it like we don't have shit. What is... <laughs> what is... Like we're suffering... I mean, we are suffering for other political reasons, but don't but look at me like... traditional music? Like what? Like, you know, mariachis. Is salsa? Like, salsa? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, any of the Caribbean sounds. I also feel that's a thing about being Dominican or Puerto Rican or Cuban. Like there is a sound that's pervasive and then mm. each island makes it their own. For me, it's salsa music and band and like gatherings of people. The thing about the music is music brings people together, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I think of mariachi, it's like, it's not like they're out there on the plaza by themselves, right? <laughs> In the El Paso there, let me tell you, bitch. Okay, but then everybody comes out to watch and sing along. Mm. And it is a community experience. I feel the same thing with salsa music. If someone playing. People gather around, they dance, they're singing. It's like kids, it's grown-ups, it's everybody. It brings a community together. Speaking of bringing the community together, this song fucking mm -hmm. brought everybody together. Maria is a song about a dangerous woman by the name Maria. Or... <sighs> I already know what you're going to say. Or... It's about cocaine. Okay, Joseph, you saw one movie about a bear who eats some coke, and now everything in this world is about cocaine. Think about it. The lyrics translate to, this is Maria, white as the day, but it's poison if you fall in love. This is Maria, so hot and cold. If you drink it, it will surely kill you. Come on. So you're not the first person to say that. And I agree that the lyrics do suggest a little bit of a double entendre. Oh, it's about sex too? I like it. No, it's a double meaning that Ricky has always flat out denied, saying, I will never exalt drugs. Maria is a song that talks about Latina women and how addictive they can be, but does not mention or allude to drugs. Sure, Ricky. 
bum, bum, bum. So they finish the song, and then they bring in a Puerto Rican DJ named DJ Flores, who changes it from a flamenco beat into an up-tempo dance song. And it was fire. Ricky loved it. His record label? Not so much. When he first played the song for his label, one record executive shouted, Are you crazy? You've ruined your career. I can't believe you are showing me this. You're finished. This is going to be your last album. This is the end of your career. You do ballads and now you're doing Latin sounds. The album is not going to work. Okay, okay. Cool it now, Mr. Ricky Executive. Ricky was devastated, but he knew the song would work and his belief changed his entire career. Maria would become a number one hit in over 20 countries. Mm -hmm. In 1996, it was named as the Song of the Summer in Spain. In 1999, the Guinness Book of World Records named it the number one Latin song of all time. It even went to number one in Australia. Aussies love some Ricky. The whole world did. And soon, record executives were lining up for this sound including the producers of one of the biggest events in the world. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. Maria was released on Ricky's third studio album, A Medio Vivir. Maria was the standout hit. But if you listen to it, you can see that Ricky is perfecting the sounds and style that would make him a worldwide superstar. The right mix of ballads, samba, salsa, and the Afro-Latino rhythms, it was the mix he would perfect on his next album, Vuelve. On A Medio Vivir, Ricky had silenced all the doubters by believing in himself and in his instincts. So for the follow-up, he got rid of all the extra producers and went to work with Desmond Child and his childhood friend, Robbie Draco Rosa. He told all the other producers, bye, bye, bye. You already did that one. Oh, you're right. Hold on a sec. He told the producers, this is the end of the road. Very nice save, Joseph. Mm-hmm. On Vuelve, Ricky wanted to embrace the sounds of Puerto Rico. And he did just that. Vuelve, I know people, it's everyone's favorite album. It's like the album that defined Ricky and everybody has their own favorite song, including Vuelve, which is like not one of my favorites, but that's okay. Don't judge me for it. Ooh, the shade. The shade. Um, La Bomba is just like a rhythmic. Explosion. Inf- <laughs> I'm going to use the word infectious mm. because this is how I think of it. I remember being at like clubs, bars, whatever, and um, seeing people that have no business dancing. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, like people that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, they have no rhythm. That's so sad for them. And then La Bomba would come on and it was like the Holy Ghost just like took over their bodies and they all became Puerto Rican for three and a half minutes. One million percent. (laughs) They were shaking it. I remember La Bomba just because of how freaking gorgeous he looked. It didn't even matter what Ricky sounded like. It didn't matter if you liked Spanish music or not. If you caught a glimpse of one frame of Ricky Martin in the video for La Bomba, you were a Ricky Martin fan because he is the most beautiful man not that he's not all the time, but in that video, I am going to say it, that was peak hot for Ricky. He was 
tan well, hold on, and hold shiny. On. Remember, it's 1998. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, there, there weren't a lot of, like, I feel like the guys we were seeing were a little bit older. Like, Cheyenne w- was a mm-hmm. little bit older. Like, he was like a hot soccer player that could sing or something. And dance. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's what I think, like, when you were seeing him, you're just like, oh. I just remember how beautiful he looked in this video. And by the way, fun fact for all of you Ricky super fans, do you know where that video was shot? The exterior, and I also believe a lot of the interiors. Do you know? Do you know? I don't. Tell us. Tell us. The people need to know. It was shot in Miami. Oh, of course. At the Delano Hotel which anybody that spent any portion of the late 90s or early 2000s in Miami knows the Delano was like the hot spot to be. So I, had, I know exactly where you were, Bish. I was at the Delano. I had one of the um, best nights of my life at the Delano. I'm not even gonna, <laughs> we're not doing that. We are not doing that. We are not. Parents are listening. <laughs> Children are listening. <laughs> anyway... Vuelve dropped six songs that went number one on the Latin charts. As Ricky told CNN, he wanted Vuelve to reaffirm the internationalization of my career. And I know that it will help me a lot to destroy the stereotypes that may exist with my culture. It was a smash. And he had conquered every country in the world. Except for one. Joseph, are you a big soccer fan? Um, do you mean football? <laughs> Fine, yes, sure. Are you a big football fan? No, well, not really. So why did you... You know what? Never mind, <laughs> never mind. Every four years, there's a World Cup held in a different country around the world. It's a soccer tournament, but it's also a month-long celebration. And every celebration needs music. Exactly. So in 1990, the World Cup decided to commission an official anthem a pop song that would play everywhere and be associated with the World Cup. In 1990, it was an Italian pop song. 1990 World Cup was the one that West Germany won on a late penalty versus Argentina. Wait, so you are a fan? No, well, not really. In 1994, the World Cup was held in the U.S., and the song was by none other than Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates. Oh my God, that's a cough drop brand, right? This constant disrespect of Hall & Oates I have had enough of this. Moving on. So the 98 World Cup was quickly approaching and the organizers in France were looking for an artist to write the official anthem. The number one song in France in the summer of 1996. Un, dos, tres. Yep. Maria is everywhere and everyone wants to get some of that sound. So they approach Ricky and Draco Rosa to write the song. And at first, Ricky isn't so sure. He said... I have to admit that the challenge made me a bit nervous, but the massive growth potential for my career was such that I decided to accept. Except he did. Rosa and Child went back to the studio and cooked up what they said was a mix of salsa, cumbia, and funk over a Brazilian beat. That sounds like a dish I want to (laughs) eat. Of course, football, the World Cup, and five-time World Cup champion Brazil go hand-in-hand. El jogo bonito. Can you just stop the lies and admit that you are a football fan? I've dabbled. Mm-hmm, I bet. The song is an infectious celebration. It keeps building until you're just out of your seat dancing. Nicole Acevedo from NBC News described the track as a world-famous mega hit. E wrote that there was not a minute in the whole year 
that the song was not played and emphasized that it was obviously one of the big must-do hits at parties. It was a party mother-effing jam. Scott Roxborough from The Hollywood Reporter wrote, This is the song that set the musical template for the World Cup anthems to come. Martin got the world shimmying and shaking to the cup of life. And yes, I am shimmying and shaking right now thinking about the song because it was one of my favorite songs. I mean, it could come on right now and I could jam out like I'm not tired of it at all. You could be a death metal devotee mm-hmm. and the cup of life came on and you were like salsaing <laughs> in your combat boots. Like it did not matter what musical genre you preferred. The genre that we preferred that summer was, was shaking dead ass. It was Ricky Martin. It was Ricky. It was Ricky. I was drinking out of that cup. I wish that I drank out of that cup. I wish I'd been, I wish I'd attended a World Cup. And you know what's crazy is that he was becoming a household name globally here in the United States, and he wasn't even singing in English. Mm -hmm. I mean, here we are 20 years later, Uh, and you know else? Don't you, don't you you bring that shit up. Listen, I look for any and all reasons to bring up Bad Bunny. (laughs) All I'm saying is that here we are 20 years later. Is it deja vu? Puerto Rican. Stop it. Icon. Shut your butt. No songs in English I can't at this it. point in their career. Yeah. Bad Bunny. He paved the way. Right? And Ricky performed this song everywhere. And before you knew it, he was one of the hottest pop stars in the world. And of course, here in Los Estados Unidos. Mm-hmm. So when Vuelve was nominated for Best Latin Pop Performance at the 41st Annual Grammys, fans were hoping that Ricky would perform. That performance would go on to change pop history forever. But it almost didn't happen. In 1999, the Grammys didn't really care about Latin music. (sighs) Typical. Lame. So here's what you have to know about the Grammys. They're hosted by the Recording Academy, and they were founded in 1957 to honor the best popular songs worldwide. So why do I bring this up? That is a good question. Because in 1957, that wasn't that far from 1999. The members of the Recording Academy were mainly older and white, which is why so many of the shows back then seemed like more of a funeral than a celebration, and why the Academy was so resistant to honoring any new music trends. Rock, heavy metal, rap. The Academy was really slow to recognize these genres as being worthy of recognition and the stage. And those were all in English. Exactly. So imagine how resistant they were to songs in a language that they didn't even understand. To be fair, they did start the Latin Academy in 1997. They're the ones that hand out all the Latin Grammys. But in 1999, these old white folks didn't want to see Ricky shake his bonbon on stage. Mm-hmm. Which is when Tommy Matola stepped in. Oh, yeah. Him. I know. We have major issues with Tommy. But in this one isolated incident, he was right. He knew that Ricky was a sensation. And he pushed the Academy hard to allow Ricky on that stage. During an interview with Billboard, Matola told the magazine about it. There was tremendous resistance from the Grammys. They did not want a, quote, unknown to perform. Yet he had already sold 10 million copies of Vuelve worldwide. To me, that was absolutely unacceptable. 
the Grammys finally cave. Damn right they did. My boy brought stilts onto that stage. That performance was pure music magic. I have a feeling that you and I are not the only ones that remember that song. I mean, we talked about this back in our J-Lo episodes, but how impactful do you think that performance was to every Grammy show going forward? I think that people just couldn't take it. It was like too much. You, (laughs) it's nothing you've ever seen. It was nothing they had ever seen. As Latinos, we're like, y'all, this is happening at the Carnasada. Like my aunts do this. Like for us, he brought, I think, the essence and the spirit of our culture to the stage. I don't know who followed that performance that night because I think I tuned it all out, but sucks for them. Who wants to follow Ricky after the performance? I mean, there was like big band coming through the aisles, like all these people in tuxedos that were mainly white were like, (laughs) what is happening Mm -hmm. here? The overstimulation in that room, I would have loved to have been there. Just people just being like, are we being invaded? (laughs) I love that you say that. And, you know, it just felt to me like a party. And it was the secret sauce that the Grammys had been missing for years because after that, you really started to see these much more elaborate performances, Mm -hmm. stage presence. I mean, they finally realized that they had the world's greatest musicians there once a year put on a damn show. Think about Cardi's performance at the Grammys. If Ricky had not done this performance back then, we would never have had Cardi shaking that ass on top of a baby grand piano with 30 dancers behind her. Thank you, Ricky. I mean, with his performance that night, Ricky had arrived. If you've been following along closely, Joseph has found a way to work six different boy band titles into the script. Any that you didn't get to work in? I never found a way to make mmm-bop work. Yeah, that one's not easy. I bet it had you burning up. Jonas Brothers, well done. Yeah, if you give me just one night. (laughs) 98 degrees. On the next Becoming an Icon. We take you from Grammy night 1999. Through the Latin. Explosion. (laughs) Yes, the Latin wave of the late 90s. Ricky's career and the career of the stars. Ricky helped launch. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, Honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.